You're starting to uh, build your list, <laughs> the list of fours and threes and twos, because uh, that's one of the things that you encounter in Buddhism, a different list. Okay? So uh, the list that we are going over is the list that er- anyone who, who wants to claim to know anything about Buddhism must be able to at least list these first, these four, okay? They are the four noble truths, okay? No matter where you go, no matter what uh, Buddhist, uh, what form of Buddhism anyone is, is following, this is something that is crucial, fundamental to whatever form, okay? Uh, it is, it was the very first teaching that the Buddha gave okay. the, 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 on the four noble truths, okay? So, uh, remember the four noble truths, they are Life is strife. Life is strife. <laughs> Life is strife. <laughs> Miserable suffering. <laughs> uh, the second truth is that there is a there is there is a cause for the strife. There's a cause for this misery. There's a cause for this suffering. And the third truth is that 
because there is a cause for this, if you remove the cause, then you can experience the cessation of, this, of, of strife. You can experience the cessation of uh, the misery and, and the suffering. So, how do you, how do you get to the cessation? You, uh, yeah, that's the fourth truth. The fourth truth is, therefore, the truth of the path. So, there is a path that you can follow that, you can, that can lead to the cessation of uh, suffering, cessation of strife, cessation of misery. Okay. Now, each of these four have four aspects each. Okay. And the, uh, the f- one of the names of each of these aspects is the actual name of the, f- of the truth. So, the first two that we did, the truth of suffering, the w- so one of its aspects, the name is suffering, the aspect of suffering. And then the second one we did, the, a- the truth of uh, cause or origin. So one of the aspects of that would be origin or cause. Okay? So we have uh, two sets of uh, fours to go over uh, to, that, that uh, we have left over. Okay? The four aspects of the truth of cessation. Okay? And what's the, what would be one of, the, one of the aspects of the truth of cessation? Cessation. <laughs> okay. All right. So, what is cessation? Cessation is not just uh, a cessation is considered to be like a uh, an, uh, a permanent stopping, a permanent stop. So, because you have uh, because you see the condition of of of, of life and the particular uh, sufferings that we are forced to endure. And then this leads you to investigate what are their causes. And when you investigate rightly what could be the cause of these particular sufferings, you you see uh, that the cause you see their causes, and the causes uh, is connected with the fundamental cause is the misunderstanding of the true nature of reality. Okay, or oh, this is what in Buddhism is called ignorance. So because, and out of ignorance come all the other uh, uh, factors and conditions and, and causes that brings about suffering. And when you're able to see rightly, okay, I see how these things are the what causes suffering, then you apply the antidote to them. So the antidote to ignorance would be wisdom. So, the mis- uh, so you, you see that you are... Uh, 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 you're guided in your life by misun- uh, there's a misunderstanding of the true nature of reality that is that is guiding you. So now you seek a true, uh, a, a proper understanding or correct understanding of the true nature of reality. And once you gain this proper understanding of the true nature of reality, then this will act against the misunderstanding. And uh, and because the misunderstanding is something that is ingrained within us, it is something that is. Uh, placed there with uh, uh, through repeated effort, so it 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 it's, it has a very strong hold on, on our minds. So we cannot remove it altogether. So we can only uh, remove it uh, uh, piece by piece. Now it doesn't mean that now that it took us a tr- uh, you know a gazillion eons to uh, to the point where we are right now. Where we've been. Uh, 
habituating our mind and reinforcing our misunderstanding. So it's going to take another gazillion eons in order for us to do the same. Actually, it will take much less time than that. I mean, compared to the gazillion eons that we've been uh, reinforcing and then uh, habituating ourselves to misunderstanding, the time it will take once you acquire the wisdom, it will, be, it, it, will be, it, will, it will be insignificant in comparison. Okay, it will definitely take much it, it, gazillion <laughs> times less time than uh, to remove it than 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 it, 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 it took us to get to arrive at this point. Okay, so. Once you apply the proper antidote, then you start to experience what are called cessations. There are certain, there are certain things, uh, either sufferings or certain uh, causes of suffering, that you are, once you experience a cessation of them, that means they are completely and forever removed in your mind. You will never again, ever again have to experience uh, those, those kinds of sufferings, and never again will your mind produce the causes for the sufferings to occur. Like for example, if you achieve the cessation of, of anger, for example, so the, 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 you, will, you will never again in the future, from that moment on until forever, you will never again ever experience any kind of suffering that is related to anger. And not only will you never experience the suffering that arises from anger, never again will, you, will your mind be subjected to, to anger. So even, even if you were placed in a situation where uh, even f- uh, for, someone who's, who, for someone who has uh, a lot of patience, even uh, uh, if a situation that would, would be difficult for someone who, who suppresses their anger to such an extent that they can suppress it for their entire life, uh, if you were to encounter a situation where even for such a person, that situation would, would cause them to have anger because that person has not reached a cessation of anger. But if you reach a cessation of anger, you, there's no way that situation would cause anger to arise in your mind. Now, it doesn't mean that you're just stupid, you just don't know, and you're just not being angry properly. You're just, you know, you're just allowing, what's, called, what's that thing? Uh, you have become a, a pushover, okay? <laughs> the, the cessation of anger is not that you, fu- you have become a pushover. It's that your mind, you have to understand that anger, although it promises uh, a solution to, 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 a, to a problem or to... Uh, uh, a situation what seems to be like a problem, so the anger says, okay, here, here is the solution. I am the solution. Get angry, and the problem will go away. Okay. But unfortunately, holding on to the anger causes uh, a lack of clarity in the mind. Acting out of the anger doesn't remove the, 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 the problem. Sometimes it makes it worse. Okay. So all, and, and that is the only reason why we, allow, we have allowed anger to uh, take residence in our mind. That's why we feed it. That's why we nurture it. That's why we make sure it has the best room in, 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 our, in our minds. Okay? It's because we, we believe the promise that it gives us. I will solve your problem for you. Just you know. Uh, if you encounter a situation that make, that, that where anger is coming up, you think, if I get angry, I will, solve the, I will remove the problem. 
and then we believe that, so we let anger take over. Okay. So now we keep analyzing, keep reviewing a situation of our suffering. We see that so far anger has not removed, has not removed the problem that it had promised us. Okay. So we apply the antidote that removes anger. And if the antidote brings about a cessation of anger, so if we, if we were put in the same situation again, instead of being clouded by anger, we will, we will have the clarity that is left because of the removal of, of, of anger, because of the permanent removal of anger. So even uh, uh, a person who is a, a, a master at annoying, uh, annoying you were to come in, in, into your life again, that person would not be able to scratch even a little bit of anger out of you. You will see clearly for the person for what they are, and then you, you may not necessarily have compassion for that person. That would be that's another practice. But you, you will definitely not be you, anger will definitely not arise in your mind. So the condition that you have now established in your mind, where anger is no longer capable of arising in your mind, that is a cessation. That state is called a cessation. And I sort of mentioned the second aspect of the truth of cessation, and that is pacification or, or peace. Because of the nature of anger, the nature of the causes of suffering, uh, bring about a discord uh, or uh, 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 what's that term? Uh, a disturbance, in, a state of disturbance in the mind. So when those causes are, uh, have reached a, a point of cessation, then in their place there is a, there is, there is a pacification. And, 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 the, and the pacification again refers to the fact that because it's like a, a tank of a room that, that is filled with garbage. Okay? And, and you can think about all the things that occur because of the garbage, you know, the smell, the, the, now you, you don't really have a uh, place to put new things that you would like to put in there because of all the garbage that's in there. So when you remove the garbage, now, just because of the removing of the garbage, there's now space. So that, that very space that is left because of the cessation, that is, that is peace, that is, that is, that is uh, uh, still a pacification. Okay. And this state of pacification is, is uh, uh, more in a sense of, uh, uh, you cannot really refer to it as, as a, uh, in a negative way. By a negative way, I mean by just the mere absence of something. Okay. Just the mere, because of the mere absence of what would cause, uh, of, of, uh, would cause noise, would cause uh, 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 disturbance. So that, that very state of the absence of that, that's pacification. You can imagine uh, a room full, room uh, a room filled with kids, right? After a while, when you when the kids are out, then the state that the condition of that room is what uh, the absence of those kids. So that's what uh, the state of pacification is. Okay. Then the third aspect then is. Um, they call it uh, uh, it's like a excellence excellence it's, uh, your, your mind is, is uh, or some, some people call it like a higher state 
now your mind has, has evolved to a higher state that, that makes it, that makes, that makes it uh, capable of achieving uh, greater, even, even uh, greater states of mind, greater states of being. And, and it's because of the absence. Okay. And this, this state of, 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 uh, of a higher state of being, you experience it as a blissful, as a blissful experience. So because of you, you now have cessation of, of anger, as an example. Now you, because of the, the, the vacuum that is left because of the absence of anger, now in that, I mean that, in that, in that vacuum is, is experienced as peace, non-disturbance, and non, the, the inability of the mind to be disturbed. And also, in, that, in, 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 the, in the space of that inability to be disturbed, there's also... A, 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 a sense of bliss, okay. a sense of a sense of joy, a sense of uh, 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 of constant joy that is that is that is now replacing that you can that, that is more like the positive. There's more that so the pacification is like the because of the absence that very absence is a, you experience it as, as a state of peace, and now in replace in in in, re, the, in more in a positive way now there's this bliss. That, that is now, or this, uh, this consciousness of joy that, we, that, we, that is now, uh, has replaced it, the anger. Okay? And it's just like the anger is gone forever, so this sense of joy, this sense of contentment is here forever also. It cannot be removed. Okay? Uh, so, in a situation where that person, that very annoying person, or that very annoying uh, condition, would have uh, made you angry. Instead, when you're faced with that same situation again, not only is it just impossible for you to be angry, you're in that situation now with, with a constant state of joy. Okay? So that's cessation. And, and that's uh, the, that state of joy, that sense of bliss, blissful experience is called, uh, referred to as the... Uh, Excellence aspect of of of, uh, of the truth of, of cessation. Now the last aspect is uh, it's almost the same word that they use for renunciation. It's uh, the the when you when you when you um, when you translate the term that means that translates into renunciation as a, the path of renunciation, it, it literally re- translates into definitely emerge, emerge, definite emergence, emergence. So because because you have applied the antidote to the causes that brings about suffering, and because you because they are now replaced with positive. Uh, with, with, with more positive uh, attributes in your mind, then your mind is in a state of uh, of a certainly be you it's like you are certain the the fact that you will be removed from the condition of suffering is certain, and the fact that you have been removed from from uh, from the condition of suffering is certain. So that's like a certain definite removal, okay? Definite uh, emergence. You, you have you have you have definitely emerged out of that condition, and it's, and it's it's a condition that is 
that is that is a uh, fixed, a condition that is that can never that can never be reversed. Okay, so that's the truth of suffering. I mean, that's the truth of cessation. Uh, and this is why it, the the last two of the, the the four noble truths, the truth of cessation. When you look at it in terms of the aspects, when you look when you uh, and that's the, one of the reasons for for reviewing the aspects of the, the four noble, noble truths. When you look at the, the deeply into the truth of cessation, the truth of the path, that gives you the hope, that gives you the, the, the momentum to actually say, oh, and it also gives you uh, a sense of, what's the opposite of despair? Uh, you know, the, the, the first two truths sort of... Huh? Being elated. Elated. Mm, maybe it's not despair. I'm thinking of the opposite of. You know, uh, when you think of the, when when you study the first two truths, the truth of suffering and the truth of the origin of suffering, it gives you. you no, know, you're suffering. Why are you suffering? It's because of your own mind. <laughs> so when, when, when huh? relief, hope. Relief, hope. Yeah, hope. Yeah, hope. Yeah. So what's the opposite of that? Despair, okay. Hopeless. Hopelessness. <laughs> so, despair, hopelessness. So that's uh, th- th- that's uh, ah, that's what it is. Pessimism. Okay. When you hear the four noble truths and you're focusing on only on the first two truths, it seems like oh, this is a pessimistic, uh, pessimistic view. No, life is suffering, and and when you talk about the co- or, or the cause of the suffering, you talk about things that are within my own mind. With the, you talk about. Oh, uh, when you talk about what is it that is that is the uh, the object of the suffering, it's not only me in my mind, but it's also my environment. So it seems, and and that's it, and that being the first declaration that you're making about uh, about the, the, what is fundamental in in, in this in this uh, view in this philosophy, then people tend tend to see it as a, oh, this is a very pessimistic. Uh, idea, very pessimistic view, very pessimistic religion. But th- that is, the, the first two truths is more like uh, announcing, uh, this is your condition, wake up, this is where you are. And the reason for letting you know where you are, so that, you, okay, now that, you, now that you've uh, w- w- awake, awakened me from, from uh, thinking that was a nice place, or thinking... Uh, from wherever I was before, and now I, and you make me see what's around me, and w- and what I'm seeing around me is a bunch of things that I really wish I w- 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 wish I wasn't seeing. So why did you wake me up to this uh, uh, to, to to this truth? Okay. So the reason for waking you up to this truth, with the two truths of uh, the first two truths, is to tell you that there is a condition that you can experience, that you can live with, that you can uh, live in, that is completely devoid of, of, of what you what of, 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 of the suffering that you're experiencing and when you go into delving into the aspects of the truth of cessation and you, you see how what, what is being promised is not only you know like uh, uh, you know, there are certain uh, diseases that, uh, that that there are no cures for Right, 
and but they are uh, what you call it? They are palliative care is that when uh, yeah they will take care of you. you they can cure you but they'll just like no make the pain lessen a little bit and and but for the rest of your life you have to keep on taking this thing <laughs> yeah come on <laughs> so you have to take on you have to keep on taking these things forever and and they never actually remove the condition of of, of, of suffering okay so, when you hear the truth of, this, of cessation, you say, take this, and it, it will remove that condition forever. Not only will it remove this condition forever, it will also make it impossible for that condition to ever return. It's more like uh, when, when, when you become immune, it's like an immunization, Im, immunization to suffering. Not only, uh, uh, what's something that, uh, polio, is that one of those things? Okay someone who has uh, experiencing the, the suffering of polio and now they have the antidote or the, uh, the immunization to it and now the immunization makes it impossible for that person to ever experience uh, the, the suffering of polio ever again. Okay? So that's what the, the truth of cessation is. So when you hear that these things can be stopped and can be stopped forever and they can be stopped and you can achieve a, situ- a condition where they can they just, it's, it's impossible for them to return. Imagine that. No longer ever having to experience any kind of suffering. And, 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 and again, we're not talking about, you know, uh, uh, the, the, the uh, extreme forms of suffering only, where you're in extreme mental torment or extreme physical torment. We're talking about even the subtle kinds of kind of suff- kind of subtle kinds of uh, of uh, I can't use the word suffering anymore. <laughs> no, when you're being annoyed by a situation, when uh, even even the condition of watching a bad movie, okay, <laughs> even even that will be gone forever, okay. Uh, and, and just imagine that, and then also on top of that, imagine that. It is impossible. It's just absolutely impossible for you to ever experience, be, ever be connected to anything uh, that is suffering, either mentally or physically. There's nothing that the environment can do to you to cause you to cause you suffering, and there's nothing that your own body, your own mind can do. Can uh, it's like it's your body? It become almost like your body has become like the body of Superman or something. Okay. It's just impossible for the kind of body that you have because you have removed the causes of suffering for that body to ever experience. It's impossible for it. Even if they inject you with you know, 10 gallons of, of, of an incurable disease, it's just impossible for your body to ever be, be, to, to be diseased. Okay. Or, it, or even if you're put in a situation where it, it will drive the most sane person to insanity. It's just impossible for your mind to ever experience, to experience that. It's just it, you, you you achieve a state. That's what the state of cessation is. It's just impossible for you to ever experience suffering ever. Okay, and when you when you when you now uh, hearing about this and then you're understanding it or, or you're studying it or you're reviewing it in your mind, 
and you get to the point where you are convinced, ah, the state of cessation is possible. And then you see how, I see how the suffering that I'm experiencing, like for example, if you suddenly have a headache, you think before I, this headache wasn't with me you know, from the time I was born uh, and up to now. So there was a time when I didn't have this headache and now I'm, I'm, I'm experiencing this headache. Since I'm now newly experiencing this headache, so this headache must have a cause. There must have been something that brought this headache around. So when you, when you think about that, then you think, if I can get to what brought this headache in, I can remove the headache. Okay? And if I can stay away from whatever it is that is causing this headache, then I can, uh, then I can uh, prevent myself from ever having this headache again. Okay? So when you study the conditions of suffering, and you understand how they have, th- that they, are, they, are, they have causes, and when you have now have uh, 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 confidence or, or conviction that there are causes, then you can sort of imagine a, a, a situation or a, a condition of existing without these causes, so that their results would never would never ripen, and that is a cessation. And then not only where a condition where you don't meet those causes, but also a condition where those causes just cannot, you cannot even come in contact with those causes. And when you have a, a conviction in that, then you become very eager and natu- naturally to, okay, well, how do I get to this cessation? What, must, what can I do so that I can have a cessation of suffering? And then think about, don't just abstract on the, on, on the suffering. Don't think about the suffering of the hells if you don't have a conviction in the hells. Don't think about suffering of the, the demigods, the, you know, the, the angels or whatever. Uh, because it, these are, those are abstract. Those are, those are not things that you can have, that you can tell your mind, look. Okay. But you have to look at the things that you can tell your mind, look. If, it, if it's just headaches that you have, if it's just annoyance that you have, Whatever condition that when you find yourself in it, you say, I wish I wasn't in it. That is the truth of suffering. Whether you experience it in your, in, your, in your body, in your mind, in your environment, in your social relationships, wherever you, experience a con- you encounter a situation where you have the emotional response, I wish I didn't, I, wasn't, uh, I didn't have to deal with this. That is, you are now experiencing, you are in the, in the truth of suffering. Okay. And... If you would like to never have to experience this ever again, not only having to in, uh, uh, experience the, the condition of not, not wanting it, the condition of, uh, of that kind of uh, suffering, dissatisfaction, but that there's not even the seed in your mind for you to even, uh, even, even, even have the causes. or the, uh, It's like... A, Talk about uh, someone who's uh, practicing patience for a long time, okay? Because they're practicing patience, so they're sort of like suppressing the cause uh, of of anger. They're suppressing anger. And they reach a point where the the suppression is is, is to such a state that they have such a discrimination, they have such mindfulness of all the instances that that are involved before they actually get to the moment of anger. They, get, they are very aware of all the in-between stages and they are able to suppress it, they are able to suppress it uh, accordingly. 
at various, at, at various uh, stages. So that person is still, when they're, when they're in, a, uh, in a situation uh, that, would ma- that would make them angry, and they are practicing their patience, they're still having to deal with fighting or suppressing the, the, the anger. Okay? So imagine now you're in a situation where you don't even have to do that. That is just not, not there anymore. There's no need for you to do that anymore because you just, it's impossible for you to ever be angry. Okay? So, when you, so whatever your situation is, and you, you see that it is possible to reach a state where I will ne- I will, it's impossible for me to ever experience this anymore, then you now, your mind aspires to, okay, what's the medicine? What's the antidote? What's the path? Okay. And the, the truth, the, and now you, you get into the truth of the path. Okay. And of course the truth of the path, to, you, you analyze it again, uh, uh, you analyze it uh, in, in fine details, and the fine details of analyze it is to look at the four aspects of the truth of the path so that you can gain a conviction. And once you have a conviction of the, about the path, then you start implementing it. And you implement it with such conviction. You implement it with such a sense of faith. And, and it, 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 I, I define faith as an as a extremely strong conviction. A conviction that arises from seeing a truth. Okay? A truth that you, it, because it is a truth that you've definitely uh, uh, directly uh, observed it, then it's, it's impossible for you to uh, deny it. And, and out of that direct perception of, of that truth, then you, have, you gain a conviction. Okay? So when you gain a conviction in the path, or just the idea of path, perhaps you may not know exactly what are the, the, specific, the specific steps, but you, are, you have, you have or, or a conviction in the path, then that will uh, give you the energy that you need to take up the path, to, 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 uh, to carry on. And no matter how long it takes, because of the strength of your conviction, you continue and you pursue and you persevere. Okay? And that, that comes out of that faith, that strong conviction in the path. Okay? So what would be a path? So that's what, that, that's what you have to gain your conviction in. What would be a path? So a path would be just like uh, uh, the truth of cause is related to the truth of, of, of suffering, then the truth of the path must, must relate to the truth of cessation. So for something to be a path, it must be something that leads to cessation. So whatever it is, whether it is thinking a certain way, speaking a certain way, acting a certain way, whatever it is that once you engage in it, it leads to a condition where you, it's impossible for you to suffer. That be, that's a path. Okay? That's what a path is. So the aspects uh, of the path is, what's the first one? The path. The path. <laughs> Okay, so path is uh, it's a uh, non uh, non conceptual non conceptual 
non conceptual realization. Okay, a non conceptual realization. That's a path. Okay. So when you when you directly realize something, it it that realization itself become becomes the antidote to the cause of, of suffering. And, and, and because, of it, because, it, because it now comes into the room of the mind, and because uh, it is the antidote for one of those things that are in the mind that is causing suffering, it makes it impossible, because of, because it, because of its presence in there, it makes it impossible for the, for the cause of, for its particular, uh, what do you call it, the thing that it's acting against, what do you call it, its particular... I'm thinking of in terms of uh, med- mm-hmm. uh, Ed should be here. Yeah. <laughs> antidote for the ailment. Uh, okay, we will say that. Go to Ed for now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so when you have the when you have the antidote in the mind, then the, the it's 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 a specific ailment just cannot exist in the same in the same space. Okay. So. So it has to do with a realization, and the realization. Uh, so the path is also those things that lead to that realization. Okay. Uh, also, the, uh, one of the, another aspect of the truth of the path is uh, approximation. Uh, excuse me. Get rid of this. That's, that's like a, I've just removed the truth of suffering. <laughs> but unfortunately, it's just a suppression because the condition for my eye to be hurt by that again is still there. <laughs> okay. You want some water? Uh, no, that will be fine for now. Thank you. I'll take some tea. <laughs> Okay, so, uh, so those and that and that, these are the things that you will have to do. Okay, the 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 kind of the thinking you have to do, the meditation you have to do, the specific object that you have to meditate on, the uh, the the physical act that you have to do, that becomes approximation. Because, and because they lead to an actual realization. And the actual realization itself is the true path. Okay? But those things, approximation is a path in the sense that it leads to, to a realization. Okay? And uh, those things, and, and, and of course you will see that they're all related, and all, it's, it's, it would sound almost as if... I, uh, it's the same thing being repeated over and over, over again when you, t- when you talk about the aspects, because of course there are aspects of something, so they have to be, no, it has to be related to it, and it, and it will seem to be like a re- repeating, repeating the same thing using different words. Okay. Uh, so, so you have path as an aspect of path. You have uh, approximation, which is an aspect of a path, and you have accomplishment, and. <laughs> that's an aspect of path also okay accomplishment is more of uh, 
and you you experience this, and it is said to be a, a, a what do you call that? Nutri- 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 nutrition, 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 nutrient, nutrient. No, not not nutritious. Yeah, nutriment or nutriment nutri- or nutrient. Nutrient. Okay. It's like, the uh, nutrient. It's, it's like a nutrient. Uh, when you uh, engage in a particular activity. Okay. So that's a, that's the approximation. Okay. And once you see yourself. Uh, uh, reach the point where okay now I've arrived at the goal of taking on this particular practice. That very sense of accomplishment is like a nutrient. It's like a nu- nutriment. Okay. <laughs> if you can tell the difference between those. Uh, well, since I cannot tell the difference, I'm going to keep using yeah, both. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or I might use one and without the other. Okay. So it becomes uh, a condition for the mind to pursue further. Okay, and then if, and then just that sense of having gained a realization, the sense of 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 knowing that I put the effort into this and now I'm I'm seeing the result of it, and that condition of the mind of uh, having gained a, accomplishment, having uh, 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 actualized something, that becomes uh, uh, a path in itself. That's, that, that is an aspect of path. Okay? That sense of... Well, is, um, for some reason, I'm thinking there's a word that, that exists already. It's like, a, you know, instead of using nutriment <laughs> for the mind, it's... Uh, Food for the mind. Uh, well, that sense of I have accomplished is food for the mind. Okay? All right? And that, that condition the, uh, like is an aspect... Fuel. Yeah, it becomes like fuel. Yeah, it pushes you to keep going. Yeah, it definitely. Uh, you want to, you want now that you reach this stage and you see, uh, uh, if I pick this up, it promises me to get me to this stage, and you pick it up, you put your faith into it, and and you do what it tells you to do, and you it gets you to that stage that it promised you. So because it it, it actually brought you to the place that it promised you, then that sense of of uh, I have accomplished it. Uh, if it becomes the fuel for that, you can pick up another one, so we can go, so we can get further and further. Okay. So when you keep going further and further and further, you keep getting more and more realizations. The last aspect of the truth of the path is that it is. It sounds a little bit like the, uh, the last dimension of the truth of cessation. It, uh, it, uh, it's nge uh, jimba. Uh, 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 definite uprooting, definite uprooting, certain uprooting. Okay, so like uh, uprooted, more more like more like more, more like it. It's like you've so a path is is a true path. It's it leads to it's if it's an actualization that is the antidote for a cause of suffering. That when it is present, when that when that is present, realization is present in your mind. It's well, ailment. That's what he, he, he threw that word in there. Okay, <laughs> when the ailment, the ailment that would cause the suffering, is just not there anymore. It just cannot be there. Okay, so that's that's one thing. And those things that you will do, the, the, the behavior that you pick up, the the way you speak, the way you act, the way you think, and those thoughts 
those, those specific thoughts that you accustom your mind to, those specific uh, activities that you accustom your body to, because they lead to that realization, they are an aspect of the path. Okay? And that sense of accomplishment that you get when you, you, when you see that, oh, I have, uh, I, it, it promised me that to reach this point, and I'm actually, I've reached this point, and this point, having reached it, is actually something that I want. It's actually something satisfying. Okay? That gives you that sense of, that fuel, that sense of accomplishment. Okay? And then, once you've reached that point that it promised you, then you are definitely removed. You definitely remove from that, con- from that condition that you were before, before you started the journey. Okay? So that, that's, that, that sense of being definitely removed, certainly removed, certainly uprooted from that condition is an aspect of the path. So a path must, must bring on a sense of definitely having been freed, uh, uh, being liberated from, f- from, from the condition of, of suffering, or from the, from the, yeah, from the condition of, of suffering. Okay. Uh, another, uh, another way of explaining the last, the last aspect is uh, not only the condition of being f- definitely removed, but also you can also sort of like look back at what was definitely removed. It's like you're looking at, oh, that's the place I was before, and, and, you, and you have a sense of confidence, a sense of certainty. I know for certain that I'm removed from that. From that. Okay? I'm, uh, or, or another way of looking at it is like uh, uh, taking the example of, of anger. You can sort of look back at, at, at the, the, the state of anger that you used to be in, that you used to find yourself into, and... Uh, not just the condition that would that, that would give rise to the anger, but the, the the more the internal the internal condition that makes it possible for anger to to take residence. Okay, so when you're looking at that condition and you see that you are and you have the sense of uh, confidence, uh, a definite conviction that I am removed from that. Okay, so that's these are the four aspects of of the. The, the truth of, of, the, of the path. Now, uh, you have now four things that you can, that you, a list of four, the four noble truths. Right? The truth, uh, they are the truth of suffering, suffering the truth of cessation, cessation the truth of Uh, what works against suffering? The truth of, and what is it that the path is removing? And we have to think of suffering as the experience that is going on and what is causing the causing the experience. Okay. So the truth of suffering and the cause of suffering. So, so that those are two truths, first and second, and the truth where you're free from, from both the suffering and the cause of suffering, that's the truth of cessation. And what leads to the, that, that condition of cessation, that's the truth of the path. Okay? The truth of suffering, the truth of cause of suffering, the truth of cessation, and the truth of the path that leads to the, to the cessation. Okay? Then if you, on the third one, the cessation, cessation of, mm-hmm. of suffering, mm-hmm. so would that be nirvana? 
Yeah, that's nirvana. Because you've liberated whatever afflictions, whether suffering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So you are the absolute cessation, the ultimate cessation would be nirvana. But before you get to that ultimate cessation, you experience minus uh, uh, cessation along the path. Like you, there's a point where you where you're on the path, whatever suffering that is caused by anger, you reach a cessation of that, and you reach a cessation to ever being angry. So that would be like something before the, before you actually reach nirvana. And then the peace that accompanies that, the bliss that accompanies that, you all, you gain it also even before you reach nirvana. Okay. So there are definite things along the path that you that certain rewards along the path that you can you, uh, you get on the path, and then the uh, ultimate uh, end of the path, the ultimate aim of the path itself, and is you know it's well no need to talk about that. Okay, and you also gain that, right? So that's the, and then we talked about when you look at each of those, and you look at the the aspects. Okay, the four aspects of the truth of suffering, the four aspects of the truth of cessation, uh, truth of cause of suffering, the four aspects of the truth of cessation, the four aspects of the truth of the path. When you look at those aspects of each of those truths, it helps you to gain confidence in them. It helps you to gain faith in them. But not in a sense of brainwashing yourself so you can believe them, but it helps you to see them clearly. So you can say, ah, yeah, I see that this is, this is the truth. I see that this is a definite uh, possibility. And when your mind directly has that, that, that sense of, I see that it is a truth, then naturally faith will come in, naturally conviction will, will come in, and then you will do what, is, what, what will be the, 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 the proper thing to be done in response to that. Okay. So, uh, next time we meet... No, next Sunday is the children's program, right? Yeah, that's interesting. Next Sunday is children's. Mm -hmm. So, but also, isn't next Sunday Geshe Darya's next uh, round of the two truths? Oh, yeah? I'm not sure about that, but he Uh he mentioned something to me yesterday that made me think that, oh, that must be next Sunday. Okay. And you guys are on the mailing list, I hope? You know, please put your name on mailing us. Mailing us, yeah, emailing us. So, so I can, so we can uh, once once we figure this out by today, so we can uh, make a, let you know. Yes, definitely, we're having class or we're not having class. Okay, all right. So next time we meet, <laughs> either the following Sunday or next Sunday, is we'll we'll go further into the truth of the path, into what are those actions, what are those thoughts, okay but more of an overview. What, so we sort of get a sense of, in order for it to be a path, these are the things. It must, it must, it must, it must uh, an actual path itself is a realization, and once you have that realization, it, these are the effect that it has on suffering. And for something to be considered something to be picked up as a, proper, as a, as a, as a behavior, as a path behavior, or as a path uh, thinking, as a path uh, speaking, it must it, it, it can be called a path whatever if it leads to that realization that leads to that kind of effect on suffering. Okay. All right. Any questions? <laughs>
I have a question not on what we're talking here, uh-huh. but just to the viewer, I'm trying to... Oh yeah, definitely. You can ask those too. Uh, a Buddha, would the Dalai Lama be considered a Buddha? Or is he just a, a vessel? How is he... Or is he just, we always say he, you know, he's a Tibetan, he's a maybe person, but is he considered a Buddha or is he a Bodhisattva? A Bodhisattva. Uh, Sattva, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, how do you, like, for me to understand how? <laughs> well, uh, actually, sorry to say, the answer is complicated. <laughs> uh, as far as Tibetans are concerned, and those who follow Tibetan Buddhism are concerned, he is a Buddha. Okay. And he is specifically a, he's a specific Buddha. A Buddha called uh, Avalokiteshvara. But, yeah, the the the, imba- the Buddha who embodies compassion. But it makes it a bit more complicated because the, la- the the next thing that you ask is the Bodhisattva also can be said to be true. Because in one sense, Avalokiteshvara is considered to be a Bodhisattva, not a Buddha. So you say in certain secret circles is <laughs> a Buddha, but in in an open way. He appears as a bodhisattva, so it's okay to say he's a bodhisattva. Now, since as far as Tibetans are concerned, the Dalai Lama is definitely Avalokiteshvara, so the, the, you can, it's right to say he's a bodhisattva, and it's also right to say he's a Buddha. Now, outside of Tibetan Buddhism, he's a nice guy who knows a lot. <laughs> okay. I have a yes. Yeah. Okay. And <laughs> you go start on the driveway. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, the, the 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 path begins when you have when you've considered uh, when you uh, reviewed in your mind your con- your present condition and you see it as it could be better. <laughs> okay. And when you have that conviction that it could be better, that's when you start on the path then you naturally will start looking, okay, how can I make it better? How can I make it better? But not just uh, uh, better temporarily, but in a better, in a definite, stable, permanent better. Okay. So how do you get on the path? Then you, you, you start reviewing, okay, what's in my behavior that is producing this present condition? What can I do to change it? And then behavior in terms of how you, react, how you relate with others, how you relate with yourself, uh, the kind of thoughts you allow to take to take uh, rain, take rain. No, con- continue to let no, to let loose in your mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm trying to be use that word rain. It's not, that, it doesn't apply here. Yeah, or the the kind of uh, the things that you allow to motivate your behavior. To motivate your what you say, to motivate what you kind of thoughts you have, to motivate what kind of how you react with others, what kind of actions you take. So when when you start looking at those things, and you say, okay, this is what I've been doing so far. Maybe I need to do something else. And you and you just look at, okay, what would be the opposite of those things? And you start when you start 
deliberately to make your motivations instead of being habitual from what it was before, but you start to make it into something that you think will lead to some to, to that better condition, that's when you're on the path. When you start to you control your speech, you control your mind, you control your, your physical actions. That's your you're in the path. And then and no matter what level of the path you're in, that's that's what you're doing. You're controlling your body, you're controlling your speech, you're controlling your mind. And there are various techniques that will lead to a specific way of controlling the body, a specific way of controlling the mind, a specific way of controlling the speech, which has to do with those specific ones deal with what kind of individual you are, what will work best for you. Okay. So that's the path. And you don't necessarily have to be given uh, an instruction from some book or from some lama for you to say, I'm on the path. As long as you're doing some behavior that will lead to a realization that will lead to definitely removing uh, the cause and the condition of suffering, you're on the path, you're practicing the path. Question? Um, so I've had the experience of going to class and then thinking, okay, I need to, I'm going to go and never get angry again. You know, I'm going to completely remove that. Uh, and then it doesn't always, you know, work out so perfectly. So, and then we had another class where we were kind of debating about, uh, you know, you, d- you don't, you like, you don't, you just sort of suppressed your emotions and became like in a dull sort of zombie state. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking, you know, uh, there's also this mind that, that when anger comes, it's saying, oh, you know, let me take over. I'll, you know, I'm, that's why it's still there, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's, it, you believe it's promised that I can, mm-hmm. I can help with this situation. So in order to start uh, rem- removing anger, uh, should should we think like okay, there's this goal, the cessation, and then when I get there, there'll be that peace and so on, and then so I should remove anger, I should start you know working to remove anger so that I can get to that cessation, or should I look at the anger itself and see you know is this is this something I like when it comes up or don't like when it comes up, you know do I enjoy anger, should I be looking at the goal? We're looking at like what the anger, how you know what positive or negative it brings when it comes up, or is there some other thing as well? Actually, you should be doing both of those things you mentioned. Should be doing both. And look at the anger. Look at the anger, uh, and look at what, look at the result that it, that you actually gain, and listen to what it promised you before you allowed it to take over. So look at it. So while you're angry. Is it, is it is a state that you that is that is uh, a satisfying state? Is it a state that you would like to be in forever? Yeah, okay. I don't think so. So when you look and just by <coughs> nakedly looking at it, seeing it that way, it will it, that will give you the conviction about its condition. So you don't have to be reading Nagarjuna, you know, explaining you know in two thousand verses about anger for you to start to, to believe anger because you see it and you experience what it gives you then that's it you gain the conviction about the condition of anger and you see it for you see it that oh it's something I should keep or it's something definitely I shouldn't keep I don't want it 
that conviction will come only when you directly look at it. And once you've gained that conviction, then you can start thinking about the second part of, okay, this is, this is the condition of the cessation of anger. Mm-hmm. And you look, the same way you looked at anger, you look at that, is that really possible? And you look, try to look at uh, what is the nature of anger that can make it possible for, for me to, not, to reach cessation of anger. If there is not, it's, uh, it's like, uh, if you look, you like, I don't know, this might be a very bad example, but it's the only thing I can think of right <laughs> You have a block of, block, block of ice, and you don't want it to be ice, right? And you look at uh, a condition of, 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 it, of uh, you know, I don't know, a cup of water, and, and you want a cup of water, and the ice you don't want. So you have to look at the ice to see, is there something in the is there something in the nature of the ice that it make that would make it possible for you to have that cup of water? Okay, so you, you have to look at them truly to see if it's possible. And once you gain the conviction that it is possible that you can achieve cessation, and there's something about anger that it makes it possible for you to achieve the cessation of anger, because and one of the and, I, and I'll throw in. Uh, uh, one of the things that you can think about is that because the anger wasn't always there, sometimes it comes up, it means that there are times when it's not there. So that would give you sort of that the conviction, ah, it's possible for me to not experience anger because there are times when I didn't experience it. Okay. And, and th- that time is very invariable. It's not like the anger is on the clockwork no matter what I'm doing, whether I'm, uh, I don't know, seeing angels or... <laughs> seeing demons, and whether uh, if it's supposed to come at 3 o'clock in the, in the morning, it comes at 3 o'clock in the morning, no matter what I do. So anger, is the, the time it arises is invariable. That means that there's something else happening. Okay. This sort of gives you the, this sort of, uh, 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 give you the confidence that I can experience the cessation of anger. Okay. And when you have the conviction that the cessation of anger, then you start thinking, okay, what can I do to bring about the cessation of anger? Any other questions? No? Okay, so we'll go to the end. First we'll do uh, page 16 and 17, both the Tibetan and the English. So whatever understanding you gain, you give thanks to your intelligence or whatever that source of that understanding. Okay. <laughs> Oh, sorry, we should have said that one after we cited the English. 
Not English. Here is a ground anointed with incense and flowers strewn, with its mountain miru adorned by four continents, the sun and moon. Visualized as a Buddha field, I offer it to the merit field. May all beings partake of a supremely pure Buddha field. Idam Guru Then we jump to page 26. So whatever goodness that we may have uh, accumulated during this hour, you want to put in the bank. So that's the dedication. Okay. So by this virtue, may all beings partake the accumulation of merit and wisdom and achieve the two holy bodies that arise from merit and wisdom. Okay, there will be a quiz. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> okay, thank you, everyone.